Hello, good evening, and welcome to another edition, edition 149, one short of our sesquicentennial edition of the Cantina Mekis podcast. Uh, glad to have you guys with us, as always. My name is John Jagu. Very, very, very happy that you're with us live Thursday night. Uh, a little late on the YouTube, but uh, we try to make it as close to 9.30 as possible, uh, Central Time, and uh, we're only 15 minutes later. You know, that's... Uh, that's all right. I think that that you know we'd get a B plus for that. But regardless, we are glad that you guys are on with us this evening. And of course, for those of you that are downloading this from either iTunes or Google Play, we certainly appreciate you taking the time to not only download this podcast but to listen to it as well. So thank you for that. My name is John Jagu. It's Thursday night. Happy to have you guys aboard. Have a as as we always do here in this uh, never ending novela that is uh, Mexican soccer. We have lots to talk about tonight. A lot to talk about in the world of soccer with uh, what's been going on. But let's get right to it then. So, without further ado, I want to introduce our panel over in Kyle, Texas, which is southeast of Austin in the greater Austin metropolitan area. Albert Beto El Chiquis Campa joins us. Beto, hey. good evening to you, sir. Good evening, dudes. What's going on? Are you are you a, are you a conflicted gato right now, Beto, or or, or is Pumas always take precedence for when at, at least when they're doing well? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the I've sort of uh, strayed from the stray cat that is Tigres due to uh, probably some rustling on my part uh, trying to get credentials successfully, but. Uh, I haven't really followed. I haven't. I haven't had too much interest in Tigres, but uh, this Pumas team and their start, pretty pretty good. So a little bit fortunate the teams they're playing though. So. That is true. They they did get uh, they did get a soft part. But you know what? You got to win those games too. And uh, you know you would learn a lot about a Pumas team when they play the teams that are a little more vulnerable than others. So, uh, you know, definitely a good start for Pumas, as uh, as you pointed out. Glad to have them winning. But they did make news this week, which we, which we will get into uh, uh, here momentarily. But uh, we can't do that without first introducing uh, the other member of a panel who's joined us right now. We'll have other folks join later. Joel Aceves joins us from an undisclosed location in Southern California. I'm going to assume, Joel, that you're in uh, Pacific Palisades this week. <laughs> I mean, parts unknown. Parts unknown. Well, glad <laughs> to have you with us, Joel uh, Chivas. Uh, I only bring it up because because I know that, that that you that you have been known to follow the team occasionally. Uh, you know, por las <laughs> las buenas y las malas. Uh, yes. And right now they're going through a a, a mala racha, and uh, not the best start to the season. They had a lot of off season. Uh, tumult, we'll call it, uh, not just uh, a lot of off-the-field issues, uh, coaching changes, GMs stepping down, just a, just your what I would call your typical Chivas season, I think, at this point, uh, and it has been for the past for the past few years. Joel, is there, is there anything you can say to Chivas fans to to talk them talk them off the ledge, or <laughs> is, is or is is it uh, is it time to just go ahead and uh, and, and and make the leap? No, no. Um, everything's gonna be fine. It's it's just that you get that taste of winning, and it's hard to 
how to get it out, you know. Um, that whole five five trophies, even though four of them were, I'll say three, three were like, eh, you know. Uh, but still, it, it looks good, and it's it's what you always want the team to be, uh, winning every tournament they play in. Um, well, so you know, no I'm one's going to care that. One of the, yeah. uh, the, 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 the problems with, with uh, not problems, but I guess uh, inconveniences of the digital age is, the, is, is, that there, is that there's now occasionally public archives of, yes. of, of things that people have, have, <laughs> have, have said in the past, yes. some positions that they have taken. And uh, I seem to recall a position that you took, I think around the time where Chicharito was being shipped off to Manchester United where you're like, you know, it's great that, that this is happening and all and, you know, the other players. And maybe, maybe it was during the when, when Kubo was like the next great thing. And you said, the only thing that matters to me about Chivas is this. And you posted a picture of, a, of an empty trophy case. <laughs> I did. So 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 I now, the, 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 since that time, there have been five trophies put in that trophy case, all, all, all done by the same coach. And granted, this was... You know, seven years after the fact. So, so, so for seven years, that that trophy case did did nothing but collect dust bunnies. It, it collected two subcampeonatos. I'm not. I don't, I don't, even, I don't even know what that is. Uh, second place runner-up. First last. The, the first. <laughs> the first. The first place last place team. Oh no! It's still come on. No, I know. Anyway, I'm just, uh, <laughs> but it, it, it is, it is definitely, uh, definitely a, a rough start for Chivas. Well, yeah, yeah, it is, and and it, especially because they're piling on the results from the previous. So, so it's not just they don't say it's just two defeats. They say it's nine games without a win or something like that. It has you know? been a while. It has been a while. In fact, over the past couple of seasons, I think Chivas only has two or three wins at home. So it's uh, it's it's not, but, you know, to, to Chivas' credit or, uh, you know, to, to, to kind of, you know, give them a little bit of a, of a bump, you know, a, a, a little bit of, of, uh, of pity. They did have a couple, you know, a much rougher start than, than other. They had, they had to go to start in Tijuana. Tijuana is never an easy place to play. I can't imagine what it's like in the summer having to deal with that, with the heat emanating off the plastic. So I'm sure that that wasn't particularly pleasant. So tough place to play there. And then, and then you know, against against the hottest team in the universe in their second game, Cruz Azul. So uh, it's just, just is, is it bad yes. luck, Hoyle? Is it bad luck? Or is or is well, Chivas just that bad? No, it's, it's they're just going through the motions, John. That's just the ups and downs. But I just want to clarify something first when I posted that in the cabinet. Yes, yes. Um, see, my, my main thing was that it was a bad deal in that Chicharro wasn't going to get to play the Libertadores final. And in that week, it was that same week, he was playing an MLS All-Star match. It was his debut with Man United. So I was, you know, it, it just, it angered me because it's like you have one of the greatest, it could be possibly one of the biggest moments for the club. And, and you couldn't hold on to the player. And I've, and I used as an example, uh, Hernan Crespo. River played Solemn to Parma, but, you know, under the condition he had to play the, the Libertadores final and they went on to beat 
Millonarios, the Colombian team. Sure. And and he left like that. I said, like, why couldn't he have done that? Like, you know, why why couldn't you have pushed for that one extra game well, for that one final match? Was you know, if you remember about about Chicharito, and well, uh, I see that that uh, Daniel Preciado is joining us. We'll get to him in here in a second. Is that that they signed him outside of the transfer window, for you know, which apparently was perfectly okay when they announced Chicharito's transfer. So and, and, and even at that time, you know, Pumas are not uh, that is a Freudian slip right there. Good lord, yes, excuse me, Pumas man. It just itching to get there, John. That's right. No, but uh, <laughs> Chivas uh, at that time, I mean, you know, they were. I mean, they, they had. I think when it happened, they, they were just going to be playing the uh, the knockout, so they hadn't even started that yet. So, so they had, they had really have no idea of knowing whether or not. But I know, but, but, but I do understand that in the kind. Hey, if we make the final, then he stays with us until until after that game. Yeah, or until we're eliminated from the cup, right? From the Libertadores. Sure, he could have done that and. But, so but you I, know, I Joel, it takes it takes gumption and vision. In order, oh yeah, in order, that was. <laughs> in, order, in, order, in, order, in order for folks to to, to come up with uh, clauses and et cetera like that. So uh, you know maybe that's something that uh, that we did not see the, uh, the the Chivas folks have, and, uh, and and there's some other things that Chivas is doing now that I want to we'll, I'll get into here. Yeah. Momentarily. Well. But before we do that, Joel, I want you. I, yes. I know. I know. I know. You just want to. Just want to. Oh, good. Everything's low. Good job. So, see, now I feel bad, Hood, because I always every time that it's uh, let's get. I know you want to do that. Huh? You want to get you get it off your chest, but, yes. but, but but we do have to introduce the uh, Daniel Preciado, who joins us from Escondido, California. Daniel Preciado, how are you, sir? I'm doing good, John. Hope everyone is well. Glad that you were on, Daniel. Uh, I, I wish I had uh, better news about your about your Santos. But okay. I think that, that, that this is what you're expecting, kind of uh, up and down. This was yeah. exactly was what I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. a lot of changes, so there's going to be some growing pains. Um, typical campeonatis. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be. Uh, well, see, I always I've always thought of campeonatis as uh, as like the team is is like complacent, and they don't care. But 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 you, would you consider campeonatis then, in addition to the cons- the complacency, that just the the the, the typical. Uh, Championship, you know, if a team has just massive turnover, is that there's, part of there, what there was, Well, I think that's with this team. That's definitely a big part of it. The the there was a there was quite a few changes. Uh, the, the entire back line is different. So lost uh, the best uh, forward that they had. So their their top goal scorer. So yeah, they're 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 gonna they're gonna go through some through some struggles this season for sure. Um, I'm not too concerned though. I do think they've made some decent signings, and I think they'll 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 right the ship. Uh, so far, they got was three out of six points, so it's not terrible. Right. Well, you know, um, you know, Santos has the business model of we're gonna we're gonna find these players. You know, hopefully they'll be good, and if we get two or three of them, that means that the team will be good. So we might get something out of it, and then when we do, you know, especially if they have, you know, we can strike with the irons hot. Because you know Santos isn't owned, at least not anymore, by a, you know, by a mega corporation, or so. I mean, it's 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 folks that 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 really have to be careful with with, with how they manage their. Uh, not that the other ones don't, but they're like extra careful, you know. Since anyway, so it just seems like like the model over the past, you know, six or seven years, it has 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 worked pretty well for them because that they've been able to uh, not only you know buy players low, sell players high, but they've been in addition to that, have been able to win a couple of championships to boot. 
And I, th- I think they, they kind of approach the season with, you know, it's, it's kind of okay if we kind of stumble a bit. Um, I think it's the right approach. They just came off a, a championship season. They, they clearly tried to cash in on, on, on that success and they have to an extent. So, um, I'll, I'll trade, I'll trade an, um, an off season after a championship every single time. Now, I, I do have some bad news for you, Dan. Now, we, we did get word uh, late, before, just before we came on, that, that you have also been sold. They, Santos has sold you, Dan. You are now going to have to root for Puebla this year. So, so you, you've been sold to the Camoteros, Dan. So I'm, how, does I'm sorry. That, how does that work? You're going to have to start watching Puebla games. You're going to have to start eating torta de papa. You're going to have to have uh, someone or you make chiles en nogal. I mean, there there are a lot of... A lot of steps that you have to take in order to become to become a Puebla fan. So I just I, I I'm not sure what 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 the fee was, but understand that you will get ten percent. So uh, you know there is uh, you know there, there 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 is there is a silver lining for this, and uh, and Puebla I think plays on Friday night, so you don't lose your whole weekend. So you know instead of having to wait till Sunday at six, you know you have you know you can get it over with. Yeah. Friday, Friday, I guess for you it'd be Friday in the early evening, which is even better. Friday, like just just no, when you get home from work. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I might actually get a chance to watch it. Yeah. Joel, yeah have you, a, have you ever asked so. for a transfer, Joel, from from Chivas? Never have, John. But I'll, I'll, I'll ease the pain of my fellow Chivas hermanos. I didn't get to answer earlier. Um, Yes, please a- answer the earlier. It's, what was the earlier question, Hold So to refresh our, our listeners, if, if I could tell anything to my uh, fellow Chiva fans, they would talk him off of the ledge. Yes, yes. And well, it, it was simple. Um, they're gonna have to wait a year. So if they want to disconnect for a year, go right ahead, man. Take a sabbatical. Um, so so Chiva fans can go on loan for this year and go cheer for somebody else. <laughs> if they want, yeah, they want to be. If they want to take the profit cambia raya route, route. Um, but by the year 2019, Chivas will be renegotiating TV contracts in both U.S. and Mexico, and that also means not just TV but sponsorship. So um, there's going to be a nice chunk of change coming in. <clears throat> Yeah, but shouldn't Plus, they? But, but shouldn't they amortize that over 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 a, a period of time until the next one? Or do you think they're going to spend it all at once? I don't. I don't think they'll spend it all at once, but they'll have money to make some quality acquisitions. So I think the best thing they could do right now for this for the next uh, for the next two tourneys, or up until then, I guess, is uh, just. Just play their youth and see which ones, which ones come out. Right. Polish, polish the gem. See which ones are good enough to be in the first division. Um, that's that's the only thing. I mean, it's it's they weren't gonna have money in there. So, so, so like, two games into the season, you are you are telling your Chivas fans, boys, girls, it's a throwaway year. Just <laughs> two games into hey, the that's, season. That's what Dan said too. Yeah. See, that, that's a pro- that's a problem I see. It seems like the the days where teams got yeah, back but, to back but, championships but no are offense, gone. But you're like a you're like a you're like a uh, rentagato man. I mean, you go yeah, from but, gato to gato homes. No, I well, don't. See, no, I'm not. I'm not cool with that. But you have to you have to come to terms with the reality that Chivas just doesn't have money, and 
you have to also factor in everything that happened with Angelica and when she stole funds and everything but, going on at Omni Life. So all of that affected the club, and it's like the, the owners just don't have the money to to maintain this, a competitive this squad. But this comment, this 10-year comment isn't like new. It's 10 years, what? isn't it? No, yeah, but it's not like it's planned for ten years. It's not like the the you know. I mean, at least at least Santos has it planned. In my defense, bit. in my defense, yeah, our our comment shows up every three years, which is pretty respectable. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, yeah, I, I do think Santos has been better. Yeah. You know, they've been managed better. There's no doubt about that. Just the way they've gone about it. Um, yeah, what Elinke, I'm saying is, Elinke, wait, wait, what's his name? Keep forgetting his name. Oh, Iri, Iri, Iri Ragorri. Iragorri. Iragorri. Yes. I know, I know, uh, Ron is fond of him because of his hard hat, his, his cowboy his, hard his, hat. His cowboy hard hat that he wears. <laughs> yeah. He was angry. He beat him to the punch on that. But that guy's been, you know, he's, he's one of the architects of, of, of that team because they've done way better than when they were under Grupo Modelo. I wouldn't go that far. I think that they just fine on the group. I mean, like, you know, I've said this many times on the show. Santos, at least in the, you know, from, from mid nineties to now have been outside of Cruz Azul, maybe the most consistent team in Liga. Now they've had a couple of bad years and they did go down and, and, and flirt with, uh, with a descenso once. But for the most part, Santos is always in the Liga and they're always, and if they have a good team, uh, if they have, then the, the chances are pretty good. They're going to make the final. And that's always been the case with them. But, 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 but yeah. to your point, Joel, you know, a team like that gets sold by Grupo Modelo, you think, you know, this team is going to, it's going to be hard for them. And, and, and the reality is, is they haven't really lost a beat. Yeah, because some of the other teams, it took them a long time. So Necaxa is one of them, one of the good examples. Uh, Necaxa and San Luis, uh, and, and it took Necaxa a long time to get, to get their things together. And uh, one of the guys behind that has been Memo Cantu. Even though right. he said he's no longer, even though he says he's no longer involved, but he was, he was one of the owners from when they won promotion up until right. he joined the FMF. And San Luis just recently with the purchase, what was it? Uh, Athletic, Atletico Madrid coming in, but they're still struggling. They still, I don't know. If, I don't know how well they're doing. I don't really follow up on the. Second division. Well, you know, the Necaxa uh, match that, that, that they just played with Pumas over the weekend was, you know, the stadium. I know it was the opening day, but the stadium was, you know, for, you know, Seu usually does real well in the middle part of the stadium. Maybe on a bit, you, you can tell that it, that, you know, at least it kind of, it kind of looks like Blue America when they play at the Azteca. I mean, you know, it's pretty obvious that there aren't folks there, but with Necaxa playing in, in, <laughs> in, 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 in there was a lot of obvious, you know, Necaxa has a, you know, they played in, in Mexico City for what eighty years, so they yeah. obviously have a huge fan base in uh, in Mexico. It, it's one of the teams that, that makes me wonder, like, why on earth did they ever leave? But uh, you know, so be it. I'm glad for Aguascalientes. And what, what I, I mean, it just it gave it a really great atmosphere. And it turned out to be a, a really entertaining game, which 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 Pumas. Uh, one was it five three? Was that the so they, they uh, a five three game? It was uh, it was good and and, and I, I wish I could say that uh, that things are looking up for Pumas, but uh, <laughs> I, I know what's I, going on, John. You they, you've they, been scarred. Well, it's not that I've been scarred. I just <laughs> I, I mean they they've played two 
I'm not going to call them marginal. You know, Veracruz is not a good team. No, no, but I'm, is decent, but you know. But, but I'm saying at start of the season, how many times recently have we seen Pumas have this really good start and and they're fighting Liderato and then they just, you know, somewhere around the halfway mark they sort of like just come crashing down. Yeah, and they lose like six games in a row, and then they they, <laughs> they yeah. are like, like, like the bad now. Unfortunately yes. for Pumas and, and Chiquis, maybe the day the day sell or or is Marcelo Diaz no longer on, on, on with with Pumas? Has he moved on the the Chile heard, international? Uh, I heard something. I didn't. I didn't quite yeah. read into it though. I know. Yeah, I didn't see anything official. They got him the Caxa player. Yeah, well, it seems like he is uh, on, on his way because he hadn't played the first uh, couple of games, and uh, I mean, I just. You know, you hate to see a guy like that go because, I mean, he's a really good player. And uh, he was playing, you know, he uh, looked like he started to, you know, come into his own a little bit or at least gel with the team a little better in the, in the last season. But uh, I guess he's not, uh, you know, things just didn't work out for him and, and he's, he's on his way out. And, uh, you know, he was, uh, you know, he, he played he played in the Copa America. I mean, he was a good player. You know, this, this is not a guy that you want to uh, – you know, get rid of willy nilly. So uh, I'm, I'm guessing that there, 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 there was some sort of friction between between he and the club, or or, or, or or some you know some sort of event happened where they decided that it's just it's it's not it's an untenable situation, and he's on his way out. Unfortunate. Well, this guy Carlos Gonzalez seems to be uh, stepping it up. So. Yes, uh, th- th- that is that is true, and you know, and, and it's always good to see, you know, for, you know, for Pumas fans to see the youngsters come in and play well. They had a couple of guys make some very nice plays for for Pumas. They have six. They are actually the top of the. They are top of the table right now in Liga MX. Pumas after two after two matches with their with their plus four goal differential, they are they, they are, are they top have next. They have Chaflas next, and you know the, the Pumas. Whether whether it's Chafla, I think the only team that Pumas ever does well against in Guadalajara is Udeje for whatever reason. But everybody else, they just uh, they just fall apart, and so I don't expect uh, I don't expect any. But it is Atlas, so uh, we know we we saw Atlas in in in, in go almost one hundred percent full Atlas against America, where they just were dominating the game. Creating plenty of chances, you know, be excellent defensively. Just having a a really good only matter of time before they score, and then they give up a terrible goal on a goalie mistake, and it was it was all over after that. They went they went the full Atlas after that, and ended up losing three zero. I mean, it was just you could you could see it coming a mile away after they got that first goal. I was like, oh man, this is gonna. Atlas fans knew what was coming. I think it was. Uh, they had a chance, Joel. You know, talk about the Libertadores about ten years ago. In the, I think it was the, either the, I think it was the quarterfinals against uh, Boca, and they go to Argentina and they get the, they go two-two against Boca. So all they have to do is tie zero-zero when they come back. You know, Boca had them down two-zero after the first ten minutes, <laughs> and it was all over after that because it was it was Atlas. Who um. Was this when La Volpe was coach? 
I don't remember if La Volpe was the coach. Uh, this this was uh, this was uh, recently, so I don't think it was La Volpe. It was it was one. I mean, you know, they they have a different coach every year, so I couldn't tell you who the coach was. But I'm not necessarily sure if La Volpe was was, was the. I mean, they had like one good run. I think when he was a coach, they had one really good run in Libertadores. I remember that their games against River Plate. No, no, that was a long time ago. This was this was this was much more recently. This was toward the end of the uh, of the Liga MX participation in the in the in the, in the Confed. But you know they did win their first uh, knockouts, and like I said, they played. They had, they had Boca. Hugo Ayala scored the the equalizer to go two two at the Bombonera, and so they they go they come back to Jalisco to the Jalisco with a chance to beat knock Boca out. And advance to the semifinals, <laughs> and they didn't. Even, and they didn't even have to win to do it. I mean, they could. They could have tied zero zero one one, and they they couldn't do it. They went. They went the full Atlas after that about the first twenty minutes. So man, did they have an RG coach? <laughs> I'm sure they did. I'm sure through, they did. through the through the match. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. I'll have to. We'll have to look it up here. He wants wants to get in good with Mackley when he returns to Buenos Aires. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. I got a question though, going back to what we were talking about earlier. Yes. Would you rather have a would you rather have a team where the comet comes like every four <clears> years <throat> or every ten years? Or would you rather have a team that's consistently in the top three, consistently like in finals and maybe uh maybe gets uh every now and then a back to back championship? Well, I mean obviously you want to see your team win as much as possible. I mean, I don't think I, well yeah, I want to see my team win a championship every ten to fifteen years, you know. Yeah, what kind of question is that, Chivas? Yeah, come on, no, God damn it, no, well, that, well, yeah, that's what that's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Chivas, you're, you guys, are, you guys have said pretty much that Chivas and Santos are doing the opposite of which you know what's the obvious answer. No, I look, look, I, I, Santos because, is different because they're they're a small, they're just a group of investors, and and they're they're managing the team right because maintaining a squad like if you win and you have you. <laughs> They're not a in a way, kind of. I mean, without it, so Chivas, so Chivas is even no, worse is. than the Equipo Chico. <laughs> yeah, Chivas, Chivas yeah, is but, 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 but Chivas is run like an Equipo Chico, and that's just the reality. I'm serious. <laughs> wait, wait, wait I, I was praising Santos here. Let me. Okay. Yes. Let me and, but also, also, this is a reality where a lot of fans, even Chivas fans, seem to not understand this. You know, they kind of see it as you're playing EA. The EA FIFA game on PlayStation, and you could just add as many players. But it, it could become very expensive if you have a championship squad and, and you have national team players or players that their stock went up because, you know, they're, they're campeón de goleo like Dijanini. I don't know if he was campeón de goleo, but, you he know, was. he was. Oh, so there you go. So so then to, to, to maintain a squad like that, it, it could cost a lot of money. And, and even teams like Euro teams that have squats like that, a lot of them are, are like in high debt. They end up getting all, you know, one thing we've seen recently in Europe, all these owners from abroad, all these oil sheiks and stuff coming in and, and buying the clubs. You have Milan being bought by some Chinese investor. So, so it's, it's very difficult to, to, to maintain a, a competitive squad and, and, um, I think Santos has been smart. They win, they, they win their trophies, they sell the players, and then they, they seem to build a, a competitive team. Start all over as, again. 
as quick as they can and, and they're competing already. So I, you know, I applaud them for what they're doing. Well, to me, Santos is a, is, is a good model for Mexican teams to follow because it, it shows that, you know, you, you, you can make yourself money and win. Oh yeah. You know, you know, Chapas for years, you know, bought low, sold high, but they did, but you know, they never did anything. You know, the, 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 the amount of the, the players that went through Chiapas. Tecos too, John. You go at Tecos to that list. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was pretty impressive. I mean, Salvador Cabañas started in Chiapas. Jackson Martinez started in Chiapas. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple more. So they, it was definitely a good landing spot for guys. And then they ended up, uh, you know, being, being, being sold to. Uh, yeah, to I'd, I'd rather have a, I mean, I guess. Mexico is not the the desired end for these players, but it'd be nice to have a core group of players that lasts multiple years, like eight years, and just what? win. Well, I mean, that's like, what you uh, see, like with five champions, four champions. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, that, so that's a good example. They're they're like you see Chivas, Chivas Hermanos uh, snobbery against like tig- <laughs> especially Tigres. Like, but the, Tigres but the, big difference, a big... the big difference, Dan, is that is that Tigres can afford to pay that team. There's yeah, no salary cap. Tigres and Monterrey—they're owned by Tigres. Uh, Tigres is owned by Cemex, and and they're the number two in the world of of um like cement and, and construction. Like like they're worldwide. Uh, our our friend, uh, I was t- I was telling him, I was telling our friend, uh, El Numeritos Harrison, I was telling him about Cemex, and he sent me a picture. He he was at a hardware store. And he's a cement bag in, in England. And it, it, I forgot it was called rugby or something, but you know how at the bottom it, it says who the owner is? Right. And it said Cemex. <laughs> you know how like when you buy the Dasani water, but if you look at the small letters, it says Coca-Cola. Product of, yeah. And, he was, and I was like, wow, you know. So Cemex is, is number two in the world, man. And FEMSA is also one of the world's biggest bottling, you know, distributors. So you got well, not just yeah, in well, Mexico, but in the whole Coca-Cola. world. Yeah, they can distribute Coca-Cola in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you're talking about two companies that aren't just big in Mexico, but in the whole world. Dude, to be number two, <laughs> I mean, if they wanted to, if they wanted to really invest more, they would just completely dominate the league. It would just be Monterrey all the time. They'll, they'll become the Barca Real of Liga MX. The, the only thing that dwarfs those two companies is the number of loyal followers we have here on the Cantina Mekis podcast. <laughs> yeah. So basically the, uh, the, uh, the equipo grande thing is not just like Chivas has the most fans. I'll, I'll admit that them in America, but the amount of funds, the amount of wins is something that Chivas hermanos seem to ignore. And that's why what's, Tigres fans are, you what's know, they changed? Say, well, Chiquis has changed. Keep in mind the league structure changed. That's why I don't think that um, even if Tigres invested a bunch of money, I don't think they necessarily win that much more. I think the structure with the Ligia, it it, it lends itself to oddball oddball results. Yeah. That's why you never yeah. see the el, el leader ever win. Well, I mean Tigres. I mean, the, I mean, let's not pretend that this is something that that's like a new trend for them. I mean, they've been doing this for. You know, for forever. Probably. I mean, as long as I've been, I mean, as long as Semex has been involved, for sure. I mean, that's, I, well, wasn't wasn't the university more involved with the team before? 
they were. I and, mean, back in the, and then, the, the where where they, they didn't have that. But like I said, you know, when 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 Samix got involved, then yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, but they, they, they look, created. Good. Although they created the Sinergia Deportiva, so they created like a like a subgroup, right, to manage the team. And you know they were able. I mean the 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 uh, the Autonoma de Nuevo León is the is the is by far the largest university in 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 northern Mexico. I mean outside of the UDG and the UNAM, I think it's the, it's the third largest university in Mexico, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. So they obviously have a huge fan base, and not only that, but they had you know like 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 Pumas did forever. They had a, a very large base of players from which to to cultivate uh, the team. Now they are also. You know, at least when I was a kid, I mean, they brought in Batocletti, they brought in uh, Barbadillo, just a lot of really great players, and they, and, and they were a very strong team for a very long time. But then, you know, they kind of slipped up after that. Whole, they were they even descended. Uh, they, they were in the second division for for for, for a spell before they before they came back. But it, but even after that, and you know, they would still spend a ton of money on players, and it just never really worked out for them. And that really didn't that really changed when uh, when when Tuca showed up again. In his in his third go round with them in, in 2011, and uh, you know it, since that since or 20, 2009, I think whatever it is, you know since that that has happened. I mean, Tigres has been. I don't think anybody would will argue they have been the in those ten years the best team in Mexico, period. And you know it's a, yes, it has been because they've you know and and they they can afford to pay all those guys. I mean, just the guys they they played a Copa Mekis game last week in San Luis, and 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 their B team was disgusting. You know, they had Edu Vargas and, and yeah, Edu Chilean and, international. Yeah, yeah, the starter, <laughs> the, the, the starting striker on the on the Chilean national team on the B team playing the Copa Mekis is uh. Yeah, so they have uh, you know just a very uh, a very deep bench, and uh, you know it's obviously paid uh, paid dividends for them. But uh, but but I do but I do think that Santos, as Dan has pointed out, for some for them the the smaller market uh, teams that don't necessarily have that ginormous corporation to back them up and help them out. The the Santos model is a, is a very good model. They're obviously very serious about uh, about. Uh, Doing, but like, like, like they have, they have 100% put the sport first, and 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 by doing so, they are they are reaping the rewards, and 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 they're getting they're getting a much higher dividends by 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 having the success on the field with with with, with, with the players that that they've that they've chosen to make their investments with, and it's yeah. like, there's no reason you know why like Puebla can't do that, or a team like uh, Puebla may not be, but like you know Tijuana could certainly do that. Or uh, you know Atlas, you know the maybe the, 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 not the best example, but y'all understand like like the the pueblas of the world, Veracruz, if they had the right kind of ownership. Well, you know, I think the big difference now that was so, sorry. Just to go ahead, Dan. Santos, just uh, the the one big difference I think um, that I've seen. I think they're still being smart with their with their scouting. I still I still think they're bringing in quality players. Maybe not as uh, High priced as before, but so they're they're having to be a little bit more, I don't know, smart with some of their money. But I think the the big difference now is the 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 cantera. The it's it's starting to produce real players, and it's giving them a 
a competitive edge over all the other teams because when all things being equal, you know, they have they don't have that much more money than a lot of the other teams, but they're using it more intelligently and they're 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 developing their own talent, which is also bringing in revenue because they're selling they're selling a lot of their players. They sold they they're they're regularly selling players to Chivas and, and America. Yeah, I mean, when we had Tom Marshall on the show, he, uh, I, th- I think he explicitly pointed out that that that, that Santos was really, you know, a, a, a model, a model franchise of Liga Mekis when he went to visit him. He said he just he didn't, you know, he's been at other clubs and they just it just it just didn't have the same, you know, feel or vibe or seriousness about about, about what their mission was like like Santos did. So uh, yeah, Santos yeah. is definitely in, in in a good spot. We need we need to bring him in. To give us a near full about all things Santos. She's been managing their uh, social media, amongst other things, but she's been involved with them for a while now. She has to get around on the show. That'd be a good connection for me to wiggle my way into, <laughs> to, into, to, into covering some of their games one day. Get, yeah, get, get, some, uh, get some of those passes. You, you know what I say? Doing something similar is Pachuca, but Pachuca was getting those government kickbacks. Well, you know, and that was like that was a corruption government, corrupt government kickbacks. Yeah, there was something going on. Televisa almost exposed them, and they they backed down, they bent the knee, and they said, "We're not going to challenge for the Iron Throne." <clears throat> you're you're they kidding. Were... What? I don't, what? I, don't, I don't I don't believe I don't believe Joel that that uh, that that would happen. Shocked, shocked to find the gambling wait, wait. going on in here. <laughs> the winnings. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. No, yeah, the the whole thing was coming up, the whole television rights, and Televisa dug up the dirt on Pachuca. Well, I don't, I don't necessarily they dug up the dirt. I think they just had the dirt. They just, <laughs> they just, yeah, they just dusted off. Speaking of dirt, you know, a, a good segue for us. Speaking of dirt, uh, oh. some of the dirt. <laughs> That we've heard this week, then let's let's go ahead and catch everybody up with what with what's happened uh, for those who uh, are unaware. Since our last show, which we we we'd had on uh, last Wednesday, it wasn't Thursday, it was Wednesday night. Uh, on on Friday, I think it was because I was down on the radio. Yeah, so my my my, my uh, you know, you can always tell something big has happened with 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 with, with like with how people are reacting on on Twitter, Facebook, whatever the case may be. In my case, it was Twitter. And uh, sure enough, uh, Prof. Osorio said thanks, but no thanks to Mexico's offer, and uh, and and declined uh, the offer. And, and I guess their 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 relationship ended uh, three days uh, earlier than 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 was meant, uh, you know, for whatever reason. And so now Mexico's in the hunt for a new coach. There's a lot of candidates. Tuca has already said thanks, but no thanks. I'm sure they asked him at his press conference, his weekly press conference, and Tuca being being the Tuca guy that he is, like, well, you know what? Uh, they, they 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 did ask me, and uh, you know, I decided you know if it's not for me, I have a contract here until 2020. So thanks, but no thanks. Uh, Tuca said no. He said there, there he said there were three other people on the list. Is uh, is what Tuca said. Now, one of those peoples. Could or could not be, depending on how you think about the situation, is 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 Matias Almeida, the former Chivas coach, the man who 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 helped Chivas win how many trophies? Joel? Five. 
five trophies, five trophies five, in, one, in, in, in the one period. real one and four four semi good ones. So a, a five star trophy and and a couple of three star trophies. More like two. I mean, can we really brag about beating Veracruz for like that Super Copa? And it's not even the same Veracruz that one that had got in there. <laughs> So it's so, okay. So a couple of two. Win, anyway. I win, so win. I win, so, so win. Though. But. So the 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 rumor, and and this has been substantiated uh, by 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 several members of the press, is that, um, and and we'll go into the details as as to why is, is that the, the 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 Chivas front office has asked the federation to not give this gentleman any kind of consideration. And and then all that they have they have gone on to threaten other 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 teams the other seventeen teams say hey, we may not be so nice to you in business if if y'all if y'all vote this guy in. this is according to uh, rumors that apparently have been substantiated by by other other uh, by, by 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 reporters so does does Chivas have that kind of clout? Dan, Kikis. Well, I, I don't think they'll say we're not going to be good with you in business, but it's more like you have like the gentleman's pact, or the you know, and el pacto de caballeros. And I think a lot of a lot of the, so so know, now so now the pacto applies to coaches too, in addition to players. Yeah, you. So could, basically, you, it's like. I'm red ass because of the way that this thing ended, and because of that, then we, then, you, hey, then, you guys, then you guys can't do anything with this guy. We've it's seen essentially what Chivas is saying. We've seen it before. You know, it depends how you leave, but we've seen it before where some coaches just won't find a job anymore, and you have someone like Romano going through all the teams, and then you have other coaches that did better, but they did something, and then they can't. Like one of one of those is rumored is Matosas saying that he, you know, he had, wasn't allowed to come back. Um, but but I I don't I don't think it's sort of like through threats. It's more like do this favor for me, you know, and down the line I'm gonna return it again again. It, it, it could be. So huh? do they have the clout? Do they have do they have the clout? I do think so because I think uh, Chivas has been playing ball. I mean, they play ball with good, with uh, with um, what's his face, Koti. Uh, I forget, I forget his name. Um, Who Pizarro? Marquito? Uh no, 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 man. Guy that was drinking a lot. He's in the Caxa right now. Oh, Hulit. Hulit, I think Koti. Yeah, Hulit Peña, man. They they pay top dollar for him, and then they send him on loan to Leon, and then they sold him pretty cheap. You know, and now he's he's at Nicaxa. It's the see. Well, see again. So, so do me a favor. I I I paid a fortune for this guy. It didn't work out for me. I had to sell him on the cheap. So please do me a favor. See, I, that's why I think that Chivas has zero clout in this. Situation. No, no, but see, to Leon, he went to Leon alone. So, and he's, that's that's a group of Pachuca thing. So I mean, they didn't throw a stink about it. But well, let me ask you. Like what do you mean by clout? What do you mean uh, by clout? Well, well, what I mean by clout is do, do they have do they have enough influence to influence the decision as to whether or not to even talk to this guy. Can they influence the decision makers? I don't think they can. 
Well, I mean, you you they, pull in. They have in the past, though, asked, have they? No, but you asked for the favor, so you're like, hey, man, do me this solid. Yeah, but and again, that, that's but how again, it I mean, works. The, 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 the favor is just is it, see that that's even more embarrassing because because the favor is because they're is, still going to get raked over the coals. Yeah. No, no but that's what. that's how it's operated in the past, though, where it's like. They negotiate players. They negotiate okay, so a lot of things. So here's where my next question: it Does does it, does Jan de Luisa is he going to play those games? Because I, it, it seems to me that he would just rather not. What? Well, I think it's just part of it. It's part of the whole thing with FMF. I, mean, I think is, it's always is it, been. A... Is he going to 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 take a chance on not picking the right guy? Because Jorge Vergara said, "Hey, man, this guy made me look bad. So, so would you mind?" Would would you mind not hiring him on my behalf so that I can save a little face? I mean, that's that's essentially what is is, is the favor that Chivas is asking these guys. He embarrassed us, you know. We, he made us look bad. Don't hire him because, you know, because we have egg on her. I mean, it's it's it is it is, it is ridiculous. But I mean, if they do put it on a boat, they they don't have to say that. They just but, say we just prefer this other guy. But is um, is pettiness really just um? Solely, if, uh, like a, a is 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 it only like limited to Vergara, or is pettiness kind of generally felt or practiced uh, amongst all the owners? I think all the owners can be pretty petty, so I think it's something that they, is like spite could be like it's like yeah, all right, you want to screw him? Sure, we'll like I don't I don't see them being totally opposed to it. Yeah, what and also like look, you have to see who Grupo Pachuca, for example. Almeida was never a candidate for Grupo Pachuca. So you could say they control two boats, uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things, if it does go to boat. So they, they just wouldn't go for him. And then well, you there, have there, there, there are, there are three. They're championing Vicente del Bosque. Is, yeah. Is, is who Pachuca. That is their yeah. value. And, and, then, um, and then you have, uh, you know, you have someone like Higuera who has – he. He has some connection to Querétaro. I'm not sure if the president is still the same one, but the, the guy that was the president, and I forget his name, I had it written down. But that guy's his cousin. That's a big reason that he had negotiated a couple of players and brought in, um, brought in what's his face? Yes, because Chivas has never negotiated with Querétaro before about anything. No, for a long time, but, but he made, he brought that one dude, man, who got him in pretty cheap. Well, is, it, is it, well, is, isn't he uh, Juan de Luisa's cousin too? Yeah, well, there you go. See, that's where I'm headed. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, you call your primo and you're like, hey, man. Hey, but you don't have to get along with your cousins. <laughs> there, there's well, no one that says you do. I'm guessing it does in this instance, but, I mean, it, it's not as ridiculous. That, once we start putting the pieces down, I don't think it sounds as ridiculous as it, well, as it is, you know. You can justify it. I mean, I'm not saying that you're personally justifying it. But 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 to me, I mean, if that is truly a reason to not interview somebody or whatever the case may be, or just 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 pass them over because of some, you know, r- ridiculous little snit, then it just you know, to me, and, and I'm not just saying this happens in Mexico. I think it happens. I you know it certainly happens in the NFL. It happens in in other leagues. But but it's just. Well, yeah, it, it happened in Spain, very, right? With the coach, he. He negotiated, and then um, they fired him right before the World Cup. Two days before the World Cup. <laughs> so, I mean, you step on toes, you piss people off. And and so I, I do think a lot of times it's like, 
okay, I'm going to need a favor later on. So I'm, I'm going to throw you the solid. And I, well, well, I don't remember, think there's solid. Well, the one that who, who it means to the most is uh, is, is Televisa. And, and didn't you tell me that, uh, that Chivas is, uh, is, is re-upping their, their, their TV contracts coming yes, up? Yes, sir, they are. Yes, sir, they are. So who? So again, so who? Who's doing who a favor here? See, tell me that, that, that that's why I don't think that this that this ask is is. I I I, I just don't think it's uh, it, it, it's big enough for them to get. Is, well, is I mean, there's point. there's also the point that the federativos didn't like that this guy started campaigning before. Heaven forbid that that that, that a guy that that a guy. Makes it makes it makes it known that, that 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 he wants a gig. Hey, but you have to know where you're at, man, and how some of these people operate. So no, I, mean, I understand, and so 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 the guys that were mad about that are the same ones that brought him in to, to a city when when there was another when there was another coach coaching the team. The same guys I, are mad about that. Is, is is that correct? I don't think they're mad about that. I think that's more on the the, the Luisa thing where he doesn't want. You know, um, just keeping keeping things on the down low instead of like making a fuss about things. Because that was the other thing with Hans. News popped up, and then there's nothing about it anymore. If you try to find anything, it just it went dark. That's some Weasley corrupt. Well, I, I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you for, what it for Chivas to do that. Yeah, or for you get Nariguera. Vergara to do that kind of thing, you know, and they have to remember, you know, that this was the same Vergara who eight years ago, you know, almost single-handedly uh, caused Mexico to not qualify for the World Cup in South Africa with his with his pendejadas with uh, with Hugo Sanchez and then with you know bringing Sven in, etc. Well, well, what can what can Chivas have in the future to for the FMF to want to have them, you know, to you know a favor. And have them, you know, owe them a solid but later on. Like, why, it's not why, why FMF, it's a club precedence. It's club precedence. All the precedents. So you might sell trophies later on. You know, if I'm going to sell them, all right, I'll, 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 I'll let you have them. You know, how does a player like Buffalo end up at Juarez, man? Like, <laughs> okay, so how does that affect the, how does, Mexican how does players and he ends up in Juarez. That wasn't no coincidence. Someone was like pissed and there's like, you know, if he's gonna still be here, he's gonna be half of the, you know, bottom of the table. So how does that affect the FMF? If how how did they influence the FMF then? The FMF is made totally up of the club presidents. No, FMF is pretty much run by the Liga MX presidents. It, it's not pretty much. It is so run Yon, by the Liga MX presidents. So John De Luisa, yeah. what is he? <laughs> what is John De Luisa? Well, what 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 will happen, Chiquis, is that Yonde Luisa and and Torrado and and Teclos and uh, they're just uh, puppets. And, and no, no, they're not puppets. And Cantu will make the recommendation, and usually, you know, nine times out of ten, the the voters will vote unanimously for whatever the decision that they make. Is is, is usually what happens. So the, the, these guys these guys decide, and then, and then the owners approve or disapprove. And, and you know, speaking of unanimously, Yon De Luisa was voted in unanimously. Right. So I mean, I, I know he has the final say. I know he has the, the more power, but at the same time, he's not just going to disregard, you know, the whole group. Uh, I, I don't think that's he is. All, all, all I'm saying is, I don't think Chivas has the leverage 
or the, the Chivas owners have the leverage to, 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 to make that kind of decision for, for, uh, for, for, for the FMF to, 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 to give them that kind of direction. I just don't think they have it. I could be wrong, but I just don't think they do. And, and not only that, but, uh, you know, on top of everything else, John Lisa would, would, would be dumb to, 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 uh, to, to give to cave to cave to the threat because because they're I mean they're threatening they're they're not asking they're threatening they're threatening. Well, I don't know if it's threat, but then that's also assuming that Mati is the best option. I'm not saying he's the best uh, option, but I'm saying he is. No, no, he is. But I mean, I would be like, all right, we're, we're discarding the absolutely best. Well, what happens over when, if, if, if they if they if they make this decision right and he goes to Costa Rica? Which I think is 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 a huge smokescreen, but let's let's pretend that it happens, right? <laughs> and and you know and 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 Costa Rica win the gold cup, which 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 could happen. You know they they certainly have the talent to do it. Well, why they've never you know why they haven't even made a final is, is is frankly beyond me. So so you know that happens. You know then they have a, a great World Cup run, and and you know they and they get to the World Cup and they make the second round and they go you know they they, they do a game like uh like he had against the Red Bulls New York where they just you know, you know, soak it up as much as possible. Maybe win one zero zero or take it zero zero to penalties. You know, they, they they get the result there. You know, while while Mexico is in their is in their second or third coach, maybe. <laughs> you know, and then and then they're in danger of a uh, of uh, of not making it out of the hex. I mean, it could it, it could very uh, it could very well happen. So I'm I'm wanting uh, Matias Almeida more and more every day to be the coach. Well, the reality is, Joel, is that whether he gets it or not, he should at least get a chance to get it. And and no one should take exactly. that away, especially not these buffoons that run Chivas. Exactly. That's right. Well, Mati, Mati, Mati As, did throw. He did throw in. A, he threw a rock in this interview. He was saying, uh, "Directivos." Uh, you know that he, he was he, he, he would work. What he said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so man, I I think he was throwing shade right there. As as the trash talking Guadita says all the time about Chivas. Chivas, don't make me laugh. So I mean seriously. <laughs> okay, so so now we're looking at uh, we're looking at the whole Mati thing. Tuca said no. Uh, Pachuca's pushing for Vicente del Bosque. I know that Guardado is pushing for his his guy. And so I'm assuming that this will be as, uh, Guardado through Atlas and then Azteca are pushing for the, the, the coach at, the, at Betis, this Setien guy is, is, is on the list. And, uh, Joel, you mentioned Hans Westerhoff and, uh, I believe that what was reported by, 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 by a handful of guys, you know, you know, different sources that, that Hans was going to be the, the coach for the, uh, the upcoming friendlies in September. Yes, and, and uh, but with the intention that he stays on in some capacity with the national, not necessarily the national team coach, but someone that has a a a position with the national team program, I was led to believe that 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 that, that he would take over the uh, the, the youth folk, that, that 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 he would be in charge of the youth teams, is 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 what I I, I believe if I didn't read it, I'm just you know maybe maybe I'm just projecting that but but I do think that that was the case. That would not be a bad hire I think. Uh, 
because because I, I guess what was what was reported, I think it was uh, Rafa Ramos that wrote and said that the Yonder Luis is not just gonna you know throw a bunch of dudes there and waste this opportunity. You know, he wants to you know you know he wants to start his proyecto and he wants to be serious about it and you know by having Hans there and then Hans assuming a role in the in the in the yeah in the especially with an eight year project. Uh, it's very important to have a really good youth system running because it's going to be some of those guys that are. Good. Gonna it's going to be uh, those guys. It's going to be those guys. Yeah. Yeah. We have, uh, I think we're having live from the space station, uh, El Raton. El Raton Ayala keeps logging in and out. <laughs> we, we should get his opinion before he gets booted again from his, from his Chiva stream. Raton Ayala joins us from, from New York. Rigo, how are you, sir? Oh, he is having problems connecting. So. He's on the Chivas TV uh, package. Is he on Chivas TV? <laughs> He's going to have to dial in again if the... The, the streaming. If, if, if that is the case. Which, which you know, they're not, they're not going to push for it. In 2019, this coming straight from the horse's mouth because they asked him are, are you know TV negotiations are up are you going to go back to the streaming and he said no well I mean he said they're still going to keep the TV but they're they're still keeping their internet stuff but I mean they're going you know they're going to negotiate TV contracts <laughs> so so Rico how big was the laptop that was that was uh, running Chivas TV there in Guadalajara <laughs> It had to be one of those old, like, Hewlett yeah. <laughs> Packard like a Like a Sperry Univac. It had to Eight. be one of those, those you call it, you call it the 1 800 number to build it for you, laptop. Eight, eight bits of computing power. Rigo Ayala joins us. Uh, sir, uh, Chivas has not had the best start to the season. Joel said, uh, said earlier that for, for Chivas fans, you guys are free to go on loan the rest for, for the rest of the year if you want. Go go root for another team because this is a this year it's already para olvido. I mean, we're we're in, we're in peak baseball season right now up in the Northeast, and uh, training camp's about to start for football. So we are we're ready to jump off the boat and uh, at any time. Huh? Yeah, we're ready to focus on other things. You know, you know, you know for, for 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 a fan who who picks Chivas to win the title every year, I, I'm sad for you that 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 this is the reaction that you're having after the first no, few I weeks mean, of the season. I honestly, I think we lost the first game because of bad uh, defensive coverage on dead balls, and then uh, last week was just a shit show. Um. I'm hoping that we have a better game against Toluca, although I don't see us winning against Toluca because it's such a good team. So I, I do see the team starting 0-3, Oof. but I feel the team has shown flashes of good things. I just So I it's time know. to just I think, put... I think going down three three oh and going down three weeks in a row in in the way the short seasons are, I I don't see us making the playoffs that way. So is it time to put all the all the powder kegs on the on, on the Copa Mekis boat? No, cause... I mean I think I think you you keep playing until 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 you know you're officially out. So, so by week six, 
Jornada seis, then, for, for, Jornada seis. <laughs> for Chivas. Now, one last question, uh, Rigo, since uh, you just joined us before we, uh, before we kick it to our, to our, our current topic, uh, you heard about the whole Ameda thing and how they're threatening FMF. If you, if you, if you hire this guy, then we know whatever the hell it is that, whatever it is that they're saying, uh, or, or, or I guess they're asking, they're asking him a favor to, to, to not hire the guy, which again makes, makes no sense. Does, does Chivas have the kind of leverage to, to, to make such a demand of, of the Federation? I, I think they do. I think they, I think they do because that's just the, feder- the way the Federation is built. And I think, I don't know if Cohen talked about it, but I know there's ad nauseum. The TV contract is renewed <laughs> next season and all that stuff. And Chivas could be like, all right, well, we won't. If you guys don't do what we say, we won't join Televisa again. You know, guys, we need to get the profile out here because we can't have a good Chiva contra Chiva when both of y'all say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just feel like they, like, Higuera and, and Vergara have a good, like, not that they have, like, super pull, but they're in a good position to be making demands. Now, the next question, should FMF... Listen to them? No, ever, okay. ever, absolutely not. Those guys will, those guys will fucking destroy everything. They're like the uh, parallax in uh, in Green Lantern. Yeah. No, I, I, I. It's making me hate them even more. The fact that they're doing this to me. They're they're particularly doing this to me. You know, and th- and then you're having to watch them play in those god awful uniforms on top of everything else. Oh my else. god, it's terrible. <laughs> Those might be the ugliest. As a Chivas, if I were, I say, if, if I were a Chivas fan, n- knowing how 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 cool the uniform is, just you know, as is, you know, I've always thought that the fallopian tubes was the worst Chivas uniform I ever saw. I think I think this one makes the fallopian tubes look as good as the uh, uniforms from the fifties. The Xerox ink printed one is terrible. And then I just I, I just dislike like the, the home jerseys. You know who does have a nice jersey? Sorry to, to jump around. Uh, is the Pumas female jersey that they're coming out with? I'll I tell you what. It. I haven't seen the timeline today. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to take a look. The uh, the, the 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 female uh, or the the Cruz Azul femenil logo uh-huh. is one hundred percent grade A badass. I don't know I don't know if y'all have seen that. It's really that cool. One. It is. Uh, I mean, it, it looks like it came out right out of like the 1910s, 1920s, which is a, an era. A, 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 I guess for me, it's really cool because that that era of art, I really, I really, I really uh, gravitate toward. It just it looks, but I, but I do like it a lot. But I will have to take a look at that. So it's the well, same. It's just got the it's just got the Pumas logo in pink. Yeah, I mean, I would I would buy it. I'm not, I'm not a Pumas fan. I, I would definitely rock it. It's a it's a nice. It's a nice jersey. I'm a jersey aficionado, so. Yeah, how many how many jerseys do you have there, Rigo, in your in your collection? Probably around thirty. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Do you have to keep you know you know Dan? I know that our our colleague Dan, Dan Preciado has a lot of Santos jerseys, but Dan has them for his his different moods and and and, and states of a Santos fan from like medium to. Dan, you don't have a double X in there, do you? Is there is extra large as, as far as you push it? Extra no. large is, but the extra large, um, it was on um, the old Atletico jerseys, which ran big already, and it's big, man. Yeah. 
It's big. I'm, I'm certain it would fit anyone on the panel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it may not fit me, actually, but... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I was also no, a Jersey no, no. aficionado. I, 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 feel, I feel pretty good about that statement, man. Everyone, everyone. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He wants Atletica jersey that from like 97 that still fits. I use it to wow. cover my son's bed. <laughs> oh, man, that might work for me because, you know, once <laughs> they went to those skin-tight shirts, you know, those those form-fitting the, ones. The, the, Puma ones? the Pumas. The Pumas. But the ones that just wrap around you, man, and like like Cameroon, it where you were, it was it was like a onesie, like a like a like a like a wrestling, like a really tight wrestling suit. <laughs> that, you know that what was they, they cut? They cut they cut my man boobs really really nicely. They always and it, it's <laughs> and I never noticed it like in front of the mirror except in pictures. <laughs> yeah, man, I couldn't wear those shirts oh, no oh, more. I, I, nice I was looking like a badly wrapped tamal, dude. Yeah, the uh, masa popping right, up right. everywhere. So I was like, thin cut is not very kind to the gorditos. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> or or slim cut or whatever it is. Or yeah, or, so. or even the skinny fat guys, which is, which is which I'm like. That's that's me right now. I'm a skinny fat guy. Well, that's. Uh, I, I wish I wish I could say the same. So so out out of your thirty shirts, Rigo, which is uh, which is your most prized possession? Uh, the one that I, it's a, it's a long sleeve Chivas jersey from the, from the year they won the championship in 16, 16, 17, 17. That's what, that's like my prize. That's why I, when, when I wear that one, they, they, they always have to win when, when I wear that one. Yeah. Uh, and I also have a 1998 Mexico, uh, kit. Oh, the, uh. The Aztec uh, calendar. Yep. That, no, is, a, that I got, is a great shirt. I got the one where they won with um with Tuca as coach. The '97 one. Nine, yeah, '97. I think was that, that, was that the, the Max Lube? The Max Lube. Yes, Max shirt? Lube and Pemex. Uh, right? It's Abasport. Oh, Abasport. Okay, I have the Aztec. And, and it only has nine, nine. Nine stars, yeah. You you don't get the, the they don't they don't sell y'all additional stars so y'all can. They did it. You know that was funny when when they did do that one jersey ah, where where you could right. iron on the star and it kept falling off. I have that one. No, no, no I don't think it did. But uh, oh, okay. it was it was funny because uh, the Chivas jersey came with the additional star, and and people would iron it on, and that same. That same season, America had had to New Jersey, and and the America fans were trying to iron off, like uh, the logo. Of, uh, yeah, was it Home Depot? Oh, that's right. <laughs> they, they kept burning the jersey. <laughs> that's right. Oh man, that is oh, right. right. The iron on star. I love Did that. you iron the star on Rigo? No, I, when I bought it, it already came. With, it came with the iron on star oh. and the patches. With the Copa and the league patches on. So, oh man, I'm so, so, so out, out of your out of your do you have a Mexico jersey? You have, out of your thirty jerseys, how many of them are Chivas jerseys? Uh, I would say about maybe seven. That's not that that's not so bad. That's not so. It, 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 then do you have one like like I've a? I lost. I, I've lost a few along the years. 
given, you know, girlfriends have warned them and like never gave them back and stuff like that. <laughs> that happens. I, no, I, that's a lie. I probably have like ten or eleven because I have all. I have like the green one. I have like the black and blue and pink one they came out with. So I, I have I have a question for you, Rodrigo. Yeah. If if if, if right now. If if one of your one of your exes showed up in, in, in a Chivas jersey, like knocks on the door, shows up in a Chivas jersey, and drops this on you. Okay, ching, chingue, uh, su madre el America. Would you take her back right then and there? <laughs> well, I'm in a relationship, so I can't take them back. Uh, I'm legally I'm legally binded to say that, but that that I mean it would be a good starting point. All right. All right. <laughs> Is, is 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 out of, out of the jerseys that you have? Is there uh, is 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 there one jersey you have of 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 a, of a country or a team like like no one's ever heard of? Uh, no, no. But I, I mean, I have like Brazil, Spain, Argentina. Uh, what other countries I have? Uh, do you go retro with your shirts, or do you just England, go? Uh, I have an England one. I don't have any retro ones except for the '98 Mexico. My dad, oh. one, day oh. wearing, one day I was wearing a Barcelona jersey, and my dad called me Central American, and uh, I was a little offended. Uh, he's like, only Central American wear. Just, just for that jersey, or all the other ones? <laughs> what? Just for that jersey, or for all the other ones like Spain, <laughs> England? All no, no, I was I was wearing like a Barcelona jersey. He's like, only only Central Americans wear. Uh, European club jerseys. We only oh, have yeah. one team in this house. They're right. I agree. I agree with them. <laughs> what? Uh... No, it's true. But I like jerseys, so I was like, whatever. Yeah. It's funny because he never wears jerseys, so like he's like, I only wear polos. I'm like, all right. Hey, that's me. Ronnie's well, Ronnie's brother at 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 and T Stadium wearing a Barcelona jersey. Oh yeah, that was, that was man. Good. We I did a Dallas Wings basketball game uh, over the uh, over the weekend, and uh, I guess it was I'm sorry, it was on Tuesday night, and and, and it was the same night that Barcelona was playing uh, Roma, and it was like 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 five minutes away. So then that game was at nine, so ours was first, and that one was at nine. So there, there was a a guy showing up in a in a in a, in a, in a, Bar- in a Barcelona poncho, you know, the Mexican poncho that yeah. it was it was it was hilarious. It was uh, it was very funny. I was so, at Fenway this weekend and I saw a guy in a Chivas jersey. Yeah. So, did you did you say? I yelled out like across the the the, the concourse. I didn't want Chivas, and he, yelled, he he turned around and he saw me and he yelled back, "Awewo!" And I was like, "We're best friends now." From one Chivas hermano to another. Yeah. From one team at to another. I, I was just more surprised that I saw one at Fenway. I wouldn't think I yeah, would a Chivas fan there. Well, we were saying earlier that Chivas has the most fans worldwide, or I was saying, and that's why a lot of Chivas fans think they're the, you know, the the biggest team in Mexico, as opposed to uh, Tigres or whoever else. No, I, mean, I, I do think we're more. You're more likely to find Chivas fans different parts of the world than any other Mexican club, I think. I mean, America's up there with it. Well, I think I think it, you guys are also more likely to be wearing a jersey. 
Oh. What does that mean? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, like, it doesn't matter where you are, like, you'll wear the jersey. Yeah. It's like a christening. Like, like a you could be at a Dodger game. Um, you can be at a cricket match. Yeah. Is that where that... Is that I'm where that meme comes from, where it's like the girl gets all dressed up to go on a date, and it's like, and and the guy goes on a with a soccer jersey on. Or, or when you get jersey, if it was a Chivas jersey, I would understand it. Or when you get married, <laughs> or when you get married, and La Novia has the Chivas dress. I think quinceañera Chivas dress, so not wedding. Oh, no wedding. That's, that's incredible, but um, I mean, some jerseys you can wear to dates. I mean. Oh no, I, I I wore jerseys all the time. Doesn't matter, like the, uh, but like not, not, I mean, not in any occasion, but but on a date for sure. Especially, yeah. if you, most dates are casual anyway. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe on a first date, I think I dressed up for my my current wife. I think most times. Uh, but by date two, the <laughs> Santos jersey came out. Oh yeah, you got to do it the other way. Where you got to like slowly increment those, you know. I, that was a that was an extra large at that point too. So she, she so I must have been quite. She charming. saw the the full you, <laughs> the full, <laughs> the plumpiest it's version. About your personality. Yeah, I mean, well, it just seemed, it makes you try harder. Yeah. Did well, how's uh, it go? Verbo mata cara. <laughs> All right, maybe. <laughs> oh snap! Snap. Dan was 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 Santos part of part of your courtship? Of with your wife, did y'all no, go to a Santos game together? No, man. I mean, nobody knows who the hell Santos is. It's rare. I mean, unless unless you're Mexican, you don't know who the hell Santos Laguna is. That's just a reality. So you're saying that that y'all did not see a, a Santos match. No, that's part no. of your So she didn't get to see you in the stands. I she believe I dragged her once to the New Zealand Mexico friendly. I believe there was a rainy game at at, at in Pasadena one time. Uh-huh. I think I may have dragged her to that. I think it was. Is that before the World Cup? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Oh where, wow! Where Chicharito scored? I was there. If memory serves, it was rainy. It was rainy. I remember that. But I thought. I thought. And and I, and I swear I've been I I've been told many many times that it never rains in Southern California. It rains so rarely that 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 you could kind of just say that and, and just know that it's generally the case. It's quite true. Which is why y'all which is why y'all freak the f out when it does rain. That's why a game like that stands out in my memory. I'm like I'm like it rained and like it. I can't think of another match where it rained. It was it was the rain of 2010. <laughs> <laughs> that was that one time? The one time it rained in 2010. That that's uh, that's very interesting. So so Dan, uh, out of out of these this 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 pashel of of coaches that that FMF is uh, has apparently put together uh, this 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 list of guys. Is there is there anybody on that list that uh, that makes you go hmm? Refresh my memory. Uh, so it's what Tuca Matias. Yeah, well, apparently it was Tucas, Matias, El Piojo, uh, uh, Vicente del Bosque, and uh, the guy who coaches Betis, uh, not, uh, not Septien, but Setien. All right. Um, I'm not sure on Del Bosque. I'm not, I don't know what, what what's the appeal with him. He's won um, in the World Cup with Spain. 
he won a World Cup with Spain, but was it really him doing that, or was it just that he happened or to be catching, the, the, the like, one of the greatest generation. generations of, of midfielders? <laughs> Wait, you know, you know what's on the list, Careca? That's never. I mean, that's never gonna happen, dude. He's I he's mean, seriously. Spain, Spain, Spain was just a pinch. Spain was only missing Messi, as far as just to be just to be as good as it was. I mean, they. So yeah, maybe it's maybe that's unfair to not give him that, to give him credit, but I'm just not so sure that that, that he's somehow gonna make the team better. Okay, not knowing a thing about Mexican soccer. Right. Um. So it would it would, it would be one of the guys that co- has coached in Liga MX then for you that would. Uh... Yeah, I'd prefer it. Just someone who who's familiar, um, who doesn't have all these uh, preconceived notions, and then goes in there, and then is probably because they're at their, they're kind of at the whim of their advisors, and a certain you know that that, that kind of limits your, your your perspective. I think if they're familiar with the game, they already have an idea of the players. They have a good a good understanding of all of them, a good knowledge of of, of the characteristics. In order to to pick and choose, like thinking of of what of what's available, what's the best way to to, to approach the national team and how to build a team, I think someone who's mostly familiar, I think someone like Matias, I, I I'm, I'm being realistic of, of the names that are going to be available and people that would actually be willing to take the position. I think Matias is, is, in my opinion, the best option at this point because is you know you know like um. Masco menos, you know. I I think that 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 no offense to the Chivistas, but uh, I think it's I, I, his 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 success in, in knockouts, knockout tournaments. I, I think all those things are, are are like really good checks that he's already used to working with Mexicans. So and this time he's not restrained. He could pick and let's face all it, that that you know, as we all know, it can be a handful for anybody. So yeah, I I think. I, I I would hope that that um, personal politics don't um, remove him from from consideration because I think um, if it's not him, then chances are it's probably going to be Piojo. Which you know, it, the way I feel about him is, is kind of similar to why I feel about Hugo Sanchez. Like, was I I thought both guys kind of lost a job unfairly on some level, like at least not really relating to 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 what the team, the senior team, was doing on the field necessarily. It was for other for other stuff, and uh, so I so it's kind of like maybe I kind of have some bit of a I don't know what what could have been with had he had he remained, but I don't. He doesn't really inspire much confidence. I don't I don't see the team um, taking another step with him at the realm. But I think he he'd be a. Decent steward of of, of of the position. Now, a lot of the things that you say there make a, make a lot of sense, and you know, I think in a, in a, in a perfect world, in a, in a frictionless, you know, in a vacuum, you know, if, if you lay out if you lay it out the way you do, I think that it, it makes all the sense. Unfortunately, I think for. Uh, with what uh, Rigo and Joel have pointed out, you know, you know that that may not be the case, and I hope that 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 that, that isn't the case because I do think that he at least merits consideration, and I think that not even giving him that, I think is is a, is is just a, just a silly mistake because of the fact that the that the the vivid reality for Mexican soccer is is that the the, the pool of available and willing coaches is just not 
I also, I'm sorry, sorry John. I, I, I also would have included El Vasco, but now he's off the, he's off, uh, he, he's, he's no in longer Egypt. available. <laughs> so, isn't that incredible? I, I was kind of shocked on that one. I didn't <clears> think he'd ever find a gig again. Yeah, I mean, especially after he was, uh, uh, at least his team was involved in that uh, match. Yeah, but he was assault. He was well, assault of any wrongdoing. But, but still, and, I mean, that's... Uh, well, you know, but, but this interesting. He was in, uh, he was in, where was it, South Korea. And they let him go during that whole case. And then he he went to, uh, I think, Saudi Arabia, but he won... He won a cup over there with one of the teams. So I mean, I, I think that's how they knew about him. You know, he was in that, he was in that region. Yeah, I think he was in Saudi or or, or, or yeah. Qatar that he was in the, in the Qatar league. Yeah, but his, you know, his track record's always, you know, as far as numbers go, yeah. it's always been good. Yeah, he's done very well wherever he's gone. Yeah, he he took Atleti back to Champions League, you know, for the first time in like ten years. This will be a good challenge for him because I mean he's 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 done World Cups, but he's always come in as a bombero. He's never he's never gotten it from. And he has Mo Salah from the beginning, right there. Yeah, at twenty four, so he's got he's got him at, he's got him at his best for the next four years. If if, if Mo Salah can keep it up, he should just take Nacho over. You know, poor Nacho can't get a job. Just bring him in as assistant. Man, you could you could set your watch to to to, to Nacho's haircut, man. That's that thing is a it's a hento, it's a thing of beauty. Do, do you think uh, he's gonna he's gonna cross paths, Pasco, with with La Volpe? Well, La Volpe is taking a six month, uh, I guess, intensive uh, training or intensive consulting. I think at Pharaohs. Yeah. With the uh, the. Uh, Pyr- pyramids, that, no pyramids. No pyramids, pyramids. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah pyramids. I'm not sure if if they're if they're a Cairo club or not. So uh, yeah, so they have, we have uh, two ex uh, Mexico World Cup coaches in Egypt right now. <laughs> and and Bora, if I'm not mistaken, I think is is still consulting oh, with, with Qatar. He's still taking uh Yeah, they they took him all back. I've forgotten about that. Yeah, man, he Bora's was part. Of, he was part of Bora was part of the. Uh, when they when they won the World Cup, the bid, the, like when they did a presentation, yeah, his his presentation, he, he was part of that. He was in the the movie and he came out and spoke. They were, I got to tell you, uh, on presentation alone, I would I would have given it to 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 uh, Qatar of the United States every time. <laughs> Seriously, the, the United States presentation was, hey, you know what? We have fans from every country here in the U.S., so y'all don't even worry about coming. We'll just we'll just have the World Cup with your team. Don't worry about it. We're going to still – seriously, we're going to still fill the stadiums. We're going to still fill the stadiums. It's going to look great on TV. I mean, I mean that, that was that, that was the, 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 the essence of the, of the American bid. Which, which I know was shocking to all the you – know, to the feds because they make tons of money on ticket sales. Right. <laughs> you know? Damn, <laughs> and the uh, and then and then Qatar comes out and and not that you know their message was was pretty generic and and fully expected, but they did it in English, they did it in Spanish, they did it in French, they did it like like different people came up and spoke, and and and, and did different sections and different and 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 it uh, and it was it was good, it was very well put together. I mean, it was it was very strong. So, 
the World Cup is going to be in Qatar in 2022. Yeah, and it's going to be a winter. A, a winter wonderland. All freaking year for, for, for the World Cup. <laughs> and you, you know what's going to happen? People are going to, people are going to be upset about it. But two days in, they're going to forget all about it, and they're going to go, wow, this Winter World Cup thing is actually pretty cool. And it'll be – it'll it remind me of something that I've wanted to bring up with you guys since it happened. You know, the, both the players and coaches before the World Cup started were just adamantly opposed to, to the, the video review, just didn't want to deal with it. They, oh, the bar. They, and how many games did it take for a player to, to signal the ref, hey, man, you need to go – or a coach, you need to go take a look at that. How many times? How how how, how quick how quick I'll, did that change? I'll say from the first game, man. <laughs> yeah, how quick did that change? <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah, I haven't seen too much protest, uh, but it's gonna be the last World Cup with thirty-two teams before it goes to forty. What is it? Forty-eight. Forty-eight. Well, although I, I think that wow. Infantino is hoping to make it uh, forty-eight teams, but I don't I don't think it's gonna happen. It's uh, that that's a big ask uh, to, for a, that tiny little country to play that many games. Yeah. So, yeah, and and then by then you're already gonna have bids for the for the World Cup after 2026. Yeah, 2030, which should, which in my opinion should go to Uruguay and Argentina. Period. Yeah. Or or at least or at least go to. Although I do think, and I think I've told you this, Cohen. I think that that you're gonna start seeing bids to to not put all the pressure on one country. Uh, World Cups are going to start being uh, like like the Eurocopa are going to start being. Uh, it's going to be like in five or six countries, which I don't think is necessary. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to happen every time, but 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 you know if uh, if it goes to you know to, to to Africa, you know why does Morocco have to build 15 stadiums? Why can't they have it in you know in Cairo, Casablanca, you know and and you know. Yeah, and it's the whole stadium thing's been a disaster. If you look at what happened with South Africa and Brazil. You know, some of these stadiums are abandoned. Yeah, I mean, they just, just. I mean, you're making these countries. You know, someone is making a lot of money on these things, and it usually ends up being not the people that. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that city needed a hospital or a school. Exactly. They they built a 50k stadium that ends up not being used. Yeah, they parked the buses in it now. Yeah, it's a bus depot. They rent them out for cascaritas. Okay, so Joel, you think that, uh, that that Matias will not get an interview? Yeah, I don't think. I think the gentleman's pact has been called, yeah. and he's been vetoed. Okay. Um, so who? So who then, Joel? Based on the list that you've heard, who's going to be the guy? You know, I was thinking Tuca, but if he said, if he gave the no, then at that point, I'm. Well, see, at that point, I mean, again, why on earth would you, you know, quote unquote, accept this 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 veto? No, well, I mean, see, why should why shoot yourself in the foot? Because I mean, I'll say, despite the five cups, I'm still not big on Almeida to see him as the oh, answer. I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that he's the answer, he's, but I'm what I'm saying lacking. is, yeah, but to me, he's lacking with, with in Tuka a lot already of saying no. With Tuka already saying no. I mean, would you at least interview the guy? Because they're not even asking him to interview the guy. They just don't want him to be considered, yeah. period. I don't need to interview him. I, I kind of know already what, you already know what, what he, he brings to the that. table. Yeah. yeah, because he's he talked about his project. And that's the thing. It's not going to be his project. It's going to be John DeLuisa's project. And if you saw his interview with uh, Tebetica or whatever it's called, 
And he was saying, when people are interested in my project and they're serious about it, that's when I'll, I'll come. And it's, it's not going to be, it's the Federation's project. It, it has to be because you, you can't be dependent on someone that if they ended up leaving, you know, they, they take whatever with them. It has to, it has to be an in-house project. And, and so I'm, I'm, I'm on board with that. So I, I think at that point, it has to be, um, and I do think Mati would be on board with whatever project. But so then I don't need to hear his project, what his project is. Um, I just have to know what, what he brings to the table. And there was that, that 10 point thing that we talked about, the 10 point plan of some of the things you want in a coach. Right. And, and I think he's missing on some of them, you know, and I think one thing they didn't like was that. Well, he was like, he took well, the player's only, only side. Prof, only Profia Cambarayas checks all 10 boxes, man. He, he also took the player's side, which is not bad, but for the directivos, they don't want, they're not going to want that. Well, then why, why have a coach if, if, if you, if you don't want him to take the player's side? I mean, because the, 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 the players play for the coach. They don't play for the Inactivos. They play for the coach. Yeah, but, but we're looking at a Mexican team that's been having some some issues with professionalism. So he, okay, so so Mati's not the guy. So so you scratch him off the list. So uh, according to reports, it's it's Setien, it's uh, Del Bosque, now it's Piojo. And now you've you've eliminated two more. So you've, you have eliminated Mati and, and Tuca. Tuca said thanks, yeah. thanks, but no thanks. So out, out of those three guys, then who's who's is it going to be Piojo? I, I would go with Piojo. So you want I you want Piojo he, for eight years? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He, he, I mean, if he does good, the first four, you're you're not going to keep him. I mean, because again, you you have the project, but you have other people involved in this long term project. So I don't think the gen the coach, he's not going to be that. He's not the main part of the puzzle, you know. As as long as everything else is functioning, then you you could just bring someone else to to you know, like kind of Croatia. They had they had like a good system in place, and and even though they they changed coach, the team still ended up doing really well. Yeah, well, they had a. <laughs> A once in a generation group of players too, so they had all. Yeah, I know, but they they kept they kept that group. They did, and they played together for a very long time, which I think is what was so frustrating for Mexico fans. Not, you know, I'm not taking anything away from Croatia because they, I mean, they played great and they were outstanding. But uh, you know, I think a lot of Mexico fans are wanting, you know, Mexico had players that have been playing together for eight years too. What the hell? I see it. Well, John, I would throw my vote to Piojo. So you're you are on Team Piojo, Yeah, World Cup experience. He he did good. I like how the team played under his watch. He's won with them already. Um, he knows the players. His rapport, you know. So yeah. So everything that happened in the past. Is not, uh, you know, but the, here, here's the thing. What if Dev Azteca says, hey, you know, we can't have, you know, he embarrassed one of our guys. 
we can't we can't have Bjork on the team, so do me this favor. I so do now, think they smoked a peace pipe. So but now if we, that happens but I understand if that happens, so then I I don't know, man. At that point I don't know who I guess you would I would listen to the other guys. I mean, I would probably bring Peckerman. I would have someone like Peckerman over over uh, Mati. Sure. No, but if but if Peckerman came, then Hans would go, hey, I thought that I was brought you the guy that you brought in to do all the youth stuff to bring in this other guy. No, yeah, but they haven't. I mean, but but Peckerman would be for the main national team, not not for the youth. Yeah, but but again, I mean, would, I would, would, would Beckerman want, want to walk into that situation knowing you have Hans there? There's the close. There's there's Torrado. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't how, have to take. How old is uh is, is Beckerman? He's got to be at least in his, his in his late sixties, early seventies. Seems pretty old, man. Sixty-eight. So he's gonna be nearly eighty. No, uh, sixty-eight, nearly seventy. Yeah, so he'll be so he'll be seventy six by the time twenty twenty six rolls around. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's not going to be impossible to be sharp, but I mean, how innovative are you going to be getting at that point? I, uh, I, I, I don't like the idea of retreads, man. I know he's never been with a coach in Mexico, and I, and I know he's a good coach, but I just I, I don't I I wouldn't want to 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 have him there for eight years. That wouldn't be my choice. <laughs> now, you know, now one thing that I will say about that Luis says, he's, he's like, you know, this isn't about 2026, it's about 2022. It's about 2026. If it's not, then they're handling this totally wrong. They're pissing away a perfectly good opportunity to actually win, to win the World Cup as co-hosts. They should absolutely be putting, I hope you're right, John. Yeah, so... Uh, that's why some of the guys that he brought in that are that are under him, I think, are, are under him to, to be the you know, the guy that quote unquote takes over because he will he will not be part of the federation. He'll be, he'll be the organize the, the 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 head organizer for for the Mexico side for the uh, for the tournament. So who would you want? Um... What do you? Who's who's your pick? You know, out, out of those guys, uh, and, and I think you know, again, being being realistic in the sense that they have to fish out of a pond uh, that that that's very small, uh, which is why I think that it's just ridiculous to to throw away somebody just because of a personal slit. Um, I mean, I, I do think that out of that group, I think on May that would probably be the one that makes the most sense. Uh, you know, I, I do, and, and especially considering what he said, uh, if, if we're to believe, uh, uh, Rafa Ramos, where he's like, yeah, Osorio was a great trainer, but he wasn't a good coach. And, uh, and, you know, at least a good game day coach. And I think that, that, that if, if, if De Luisa made that specific comment, then to me, uh, that, that says that, that he wants a guy who's going to be a coach, like a coach coach. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the other guys can, uh, you know, help help with the other side, which is which is why they're there anyway. So, I do think that he out of the out of the group that are quote unquote that are candidates, I do think that he's the one that uh, that does fit. I, I don't necessarily think he's going to get it. I think it probably uh, will go to Piojo as long as and only if uh, uh, Piojo 
uh, does really well in the, in the Liguilla, whether it makes, you know, at least make the, you know, may probably make the final. Then I think it'll probably go to, uh, to Piojo, but my choice would be on May. I think that he's, he's the one that, uh, the, the, that seems to, uh, in my opinion, uh, uh, out of, out of the group of that they can fearlessly pick from, I think he's the one that picks the most important box. And I think that that, that is going to be the, uh, the deal breaker for everybody. So that is my, uh, my, my personal opinion on that. I agree. I'm pro Almeida. Youth, Dan uh, makes a good point, and uh, and then you made a good point about the Osorio screw ups and Almeida being, I guess, a good a good coach historically in the tournament. So I don't think he's going to be great. I don't think he's like the ideal choice, but Mexico can't attract an ideal choice. So they have to settle for Almeida. You know, and again, oh, well. there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, Almeida, Almeida's, you know, has proven to be a, you know, a, a very capable coach. Uh, you know, he's, and I, you know, I wouldn't call it settling either. You know, I mean, let's just say like you're you're a bit of a fail in a gordo, and you probably don't have a really like a high paying job. So so you don't have like, like a whole like like any one thing that really like oh man this guy is like, yeah. Super, Look at that. super good. So, so, so and, and, and now, and, and now he's gonna, and now he's gonna demand like a, a brilliant, you know, PhD supermodel, um, who who likes to give to charities and and do kind of crazy like good things, like just perfect person ever. Like you know, dude, like you're, you're, you're not settling. Obviously, if... obviously describing all of our wives. Exactly. You're we're we're all very lucky. That's right. But, but you, know, you do have those guys that are like all. You know, and those guys tend to be alone. What are the unattractive like guys that you see on the beach with some supermodel? Because well, you know that's they have, what I'm saying. They have, they have money. <laughs> they either have money or or they or they have got game. Well, you know, that's usually one of the two. You know, and and more power to them. But like you know, if you're if you're if you're like, and I'm just you know trying to paint the analogy. You know, like that. If if you're this, if you're Mexico. Where you know you're not the, the 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 most handsome, the richest, or whatever, you know, then maybe you should not demand or expect and, and consider settling if you don't get like um, the the supermodel. Like the, it, you know, that's unrealistic yeah. anyway. So like, don't don't look, don't look at it as settling. You know, find what's 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 gonna fit what you have. Because I honestly don't think a great coach would make Mexico better. I just think they need a, an ideal coach that. Unfortunately, I, I think the best option is for someone to to coach from within, not necessarily a Mexican. Maybe it could be a foreigner who's who's familiar with the league. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're exactly right. Then, as long as long as they have familiarity, you know, have you know, as a player, or as a coach, where they've you know spent a total of, of you know at least ten years in the league, then 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 maybe not ten, but you know you know, and, and, and I guess like five, I guess. Then sure. Then you should have, you know, you you, you should certainly be you should certainly be considered for the position. Absolutely. 
Now, have they discussed on, on whether or not they're going to be pulling the trigger and signing someone soon, or have they left that? Uh... I think it's going to. They haven't said anything officially, but I'm I'm pretty sure that 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 historically they fill the position uh, around Halloween, which is what I think is what, what, what's going to yeah. happen again. I think that, I think I read that they didn't want to do like an homage coach for the upcoming friendlies. They wanted to get the real coach in by then. No, no, no. They don't want to get the real. I coach. think as they long as they to... get a coach before the the, the gold cup, uh, I, I think they they should be good. Uh, yeah, when they brought Ugo in, they brought him in like uh, like uh, either early November or very late October, and it was the same with Chepo. And then, then those were the last uh, like post World Cup hirings they made because after the World Cup in 2014, I just think it might state. be pre- premature because I, I I'm thinking like you know allow some allow I think some new candidates may be able to pop up. After the season, depending on how things shake out, because I, I think Cachinha could could get himself in the running if if he does something uh, impressive with Cruz Azul. I think if Siboldi's able to to do something good, I think his name could could, could pop up. So yeah, who knows who else? I mean, you know, if if uh, David Patino, Rafa Puente Jr. leads his team to. Taliguia or in a deep run. I, I mean, why not? I just think those. A number of names could could pop up in, in a season. Because let's be real, I mean, our perspectives, especially in Liga Mekis, it's 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 like we're able to look at like we remember like two feet like two feet behind us, you know. It's the, the as long as you're winning now, that's really all that matters. Right. And part and part of what makes Mexico like the uh, ugly dude is the fans <laughs> and the pre- and the pressure that comes with that. And so I, I, if I was a coach, I see a lot of people like not finding Mexico desirable. Because I don't see of that. an issue with the fans. I, I think I mean it depends on how you want to. Depends on your perspective. You know, either you're gonna like appreciate the fact of the, the the sheer volume of fans there are, and 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 with that, you're gonna have to accept that. That you're going to get mean, the, I mean, the whole myriad of fans within that within that population. But but uh, but on top of all else, I think the most important part of this of this whole equation when it comes to the fans is, you know, if if you're lucky enough to take Mexico to the World Cup, you're going to be the home team at every game. Yeah. And, I mean, and, and there were easily what fifty like forty fifty thousand Mexicans in Moscow, easily. I mean, that's and if you don't impressive. do good. If you don't do good in Azteca, you're gonna get booed and. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> but look, you're 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 talking about what, like maybe a half dozen games that are gonna be played there. It's actually a small percentage of of games that are actually gonna be 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 played there, and most of them are gonna be games that they should be winning. No matter what the circumstance, no matter what the opponent, if it's if it's if it's the hex or if it's um before that, they they should they should win. They should. Win. Um, I, I don't. I don't think that should be too much of a factor. I, I do think the fans, uh, they, they like you know, I, I do think they need to grow a little bit thicker skin and just accept the fact that some people are just awful, and and they're gonna say awful things, they're gonna say nasty things, and then you're just gonna have to like either learn to block it out and no longer participate in in, in those types of things. That way, you know, out of sight, out of mind, or just accept them and just move on. Um. It's it's um 
the that that's one that's one negative of, of just the, the amount of of attention the team gets because the, it's you know it's a, it's a it's a double edged sword. Sure, but I mean, I mean, you you have to expect that that that's going to come with the territory for any. It just seems like a, I, I don't know. I, I haven't paid too much attention to other to other nationals, but I didn't. I didn't see too much, at least on the periphery of, of any particular national team getting bent out of shape for what the fans are doing or how the fans are reacting. And it just seems like that, that the Mexican players are, are more susceptible to getting missed at, at, at outside things like the press or the, oh, I or, guarantee or the fans. You, I, I promise you that happens with every national team. I think Chicharito, that takes, Chicharito takes the cake, though, I believe. That dude is uber-sensitive. Well, Ozil did um, did quit the national team. So and, I mean, and I remember I remember Wayne Rooney flipping off the camera in in, in South Africa. <laughs> so I mean, you know, it, to his detractors, exactly. So it it happens. It happens everywhere. You know, it's not just. Uh, it's, in fact, I remember once um, Sebastian Coe, who was a, 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 I don't know if y'all are familiar with the name, he was a track and field. Um, I think he ran the 1500, so he was a, 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 a what do they call that, middle distance runner. And uh, I think it was at the LA, it was at the LA Olympic stand, if as a matter of fact. Uh, he he, the, the, he had done well in Moscow. He won some medals, and so then he was watching whatever it was. And he ends up winning the gold medal in his race, and the whole like next 50 yards of him after he won was just, he put up the, the, the British get stuffed sign and, uh, just was just rattling off this, this long tirade of, you know, basically telling people to go just, just F the F off for the most part. It was, uh, it was impressive. So it, I mean, it does happen and it does, it does get to folk and, uh, you know, just uh, how you uh, how you deal with it, I guess, is ultimately your responsibility. And uh, you know, and, and how and how much it lets uh, you so, know, do, do you get inspired by it, or do you get intimidated by it? Well, uh, let me ask you guys this: What's more important, the the coach or the players? I think ultimately, that's there's a lot of question marks as to what the team's going to look like. I, I I don't know what I have. Legitimately, no, no real idea how what the team's supposed to look like moving forward. Which is why I think it's very important that the uh, that, that the next coach is is someone who who has an idea of what of what the uh, what there is available to. Because I mean, you know, outside of Mexico, there ain't. I mean, there are, there are very few players that are below the age of twenty five outside of Mexico. I mean, there's there's Chucky. You know, there's that kid, uh, the the kid from Santos that went to Holland, who uh, hasn't really uh, done all that much. What's that guy? That that kid's name? Uh, Uriel Antuna. Uh, Antuna. Uh, there's the, the the kid in Belgium, Govea. So so that's it. So that's like three guys. That. Uh, well, I guess there's that kid in, in, in Porto. But how old is he? Is he is he uh, Malek? How old is he? He's, uh, I believe he's 18, maybe 19. 
he's uh, been, I guess, extended his loan. So he'll be uh, either with the B team or possibly maybe, depending on, the, I guess, how things can go, maybe he, he'll be able to sneak into the bench uh, for the... Well, I'm hoping for more than sneak. I'm hoping that he gets some playing time with the with the first team. But, but yeah, he'll be part of the B team. Because most before that, he was part of the U19 team, which, you know, if you're if you're 18 and you're still playing with 18 right. rounds, I don't know. So it's not super promising, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah, a lot so of question the, marks. Well, the 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 point is, is they're just not that many. So so it has yeah. that that team is going to be built from players that are playing in Mexico right now, and you need and you need a guy to help you find those guys and help and and then and then then build from there. So it makes me uh, very. And, and encouraged to see them uh, if if the rumors about Westerhoff are true, and then to have him stay on as uh, in, in a capacity outside of being the national team coach is is going to be a very good because I think that he will uh, be their chief scout basically, and uh, and go from team to team and 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 then watch the watch the players etc. And he will. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully he will convince them that uh, you know at this level the the results are nice, but uh, you know really we want to develop players, and that's you know that's what's important. And then if they can get a a good crop of about you know a good base of four to six guys that that are going to start in the twenty twenty six World Cup, then 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 he he will have done his job. Isn't that amazing that they have to look at with thousands of kids, hundreds. And then, and then to just get it down and then, and hope you hit right on the, on the, on the four or five that you, uh, end up with out of all that. Stay in school, kids. I did have a question for Joel. Um, is he still on? He is or not he on. Drop off? He, he oh, dropped dang. off. I was just wondering if, uh, if, uh, if you thought Gael is actually, was that just like a flash in the pan moment or, or maybe like start of something good? He had a pretty good game, decent game. The goal was nice. Was that against uh, Morelia or whatever in Copa Mekis? Yeah. I did not get to watch the... Uh, <clears throat> I watched part of it, but the goal was nice. Well, you know, I mean, I mean, there are there are some young players in Mexico. It's just a matter of them getting playing time and... You know, it's going to be, it's, it's probably going to prove to be very difficult, um, you know, unless they're exceptionally talented with all the, with the amount of foreigners that are in, uh, they're in and playing in Mexico. And if anything, you know, that, that, that's definitely the, probably the, the, the best, best thing about Copa Mekis is that it does give some of those guys opportunities, valuable, you know, priceless minutes. It does. And, uh, you know, I almost wish that they would, uh, if they're going to have Copa Mekis to have it for the, uh, you know, have it for the U teams too, so that they can, you know, keep, you know, you know, you know, let some guys punch above their weight a couple of times to see how they do, see if they're cut out for it. But we'll, uh, no, but I, I do, I do like Copa Mekis for that reason and also for the fact that I just think the games are really entertaining. It was a great game in, uh, in Zacatepe. We, we have got, I think, I think if, if we, if we make a trip, to any any stadium in Mexico, I think we've got to go to Zacatepec. Go stay, go go stay in Tequesquitengo, swim in the lake, maybe do a little skiing, 
and then go catch a game at the is it the Coruco Diaz or the the Selva Cañera? It'd be it'd be great. It'd be great. It'd be a lot of fun. Looks like a pretty cool little stadium too. Just outside of Mexico City. Chiquis, you want to go to you want to go to Teques? Go catch a game in Zacatepec. Yeah, sounds good. I so. think uh, I think it'd be a blast. Now, Dan, you would like Zacatepec because they're the same colors as Santos. They just they just, they just have a franja. Yeah, the Santos colors is about like the only green that you see there in in, in Torreon. I'll bet. So, have you had so, a chance to go to the new stadium? Well, I call it new. No, no, it's still relatively new. But uh, no, I have not. Um, I've ever gone to see seen the game over there. That is uh, something I need to remedy at some point, hopefully sooner than later. Absolutely. Now you did get to see them when they played Galaxy in the in, in the Conca Champions, though. Was wasn't that when they were when they had Beckham? Was was Beckham still part of the team, or was it Giovanni? Yeah, I believe uh, they tied. I think it was nil nil. They tied. Then they ended up uh, winning the series at uh, um, at home. In Torreon. Yeah. Indeed. Well, gentlemen, probably a good time for us to uh, to uh, wrap up the show, unless unless Chiki's if you if there's anything else you wanted to. Uh, no, I was just looking at the schedule from uh, Rayados, uh, 15 September against Chivas. That I'm thinking of a uh, that might be a good trip for me to take. But we'll uh, see. Go to Monterrey. Yeah, I got to do one this 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 season. I mean, I wish, I, I wish, I wish it's I won't have time until he, after April. He'd watch, he'd rather watch Tigres play than, than Pumas. Nah, I'm banning Tigres. I'm banning Tigres. Oh, okay. I could, I could send you a screenshot of uh, a yeah. WhatsApp chat, one-sided WhatsApp chat with uh, a certain member of the Tigres team. <laughs> uh, poor, poor Chiquis is all. See, now, 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 Chiquis, now you're asking I'm us. Triggered. You're asking us to veto Tigres Chiquis on your behalf. You, you want us yeah. to enact the Pacto de Cantineros. Yeah, there you so go. That, so none of us root for Tigres this year. I'll be solid later. Dude, <laughs> that's a much better podcast name. We, we need to change it to that. What was that? That's like, El Pacto de Cantineros? Yeah, Pacto de Cantineros. I, I like that. That's funny. Yeah, that's, that is pretty... Nice we gotta we gotta put that in the idea jar, man. I'm not sure if we want to rebrand again, but I like that though. Well, we can make it our uh, our 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 slogan. Yeah. You said it's the Cantina Mekis podcast, el, el Pacto de Cantineros. That is pretty funny. We'll have to <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to trademark that uh, very quickly so that no one uh, no one steals it. Dan, any, any anything for you to, to? And good to have you back on, Dan. I know that for the past uh, couple of weeks you've you've been on for just just a, a, a short period of time. So I'm uh, glad to. Have you, yeah, uh, things are, things are a bit hectic, um, but yeah, I, I could I, I could officially uh, introduce myself as, as a new uh, as a new additional coach 
on the panel. I'm That's right. A licensed U4 uh, coach. U4. I mean, so I'm sorry, U6. U6. Oh, thank God. Let's U6. Say, man, that's, that's that's gonna be rough. Really? Yeah, I, no I think I think U6 is gonna be rough too. I'm like, it's like I mean, right, they're basically just chasing the ball, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what yeah. it's gonna be like. Yeah, we'll so see how it goes. You're not setting up intricate give and goes, and I'm gonna try them how to do the rabones. I'm gonna try a lot of stuff. We'll see what they're. What their capacity is. I'm expecting very little at first, and then um, I'm hoping that toward the end of the season we get, we get to see some semblance of of what looks like maybe soccer. Yeah. Well, you gotta gotta find your 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 fastest dribbliest guy, and then tell him you don't go in. They have the scrum say don't go in there, but we're gonna get the ball out to you, and then let him just dribble and score. And I'm gonna tell him like make sure that the the referee's not looking, and that's when you. Elbow the guy in the the ribs. Right in the ribs. Give him a little jab. Yeah, just as you're running by. That's right. All right. So sharpening the elbows (laughs) at the U6 level. You know, just nice clean contact, that's all. Yeah. Just a little love tap. Just let them know that we're thinking about them. Well, Dan, great to have you on again, and... uh, Great to have a Chiqui son and then Joelo Aceves join us earlier, as did uh, Riguayala, who I know you guys have been having trouble. Uh, and I and I, it's weird. It was like we, we send the invites out, but it, they don't seem to be uh, going through. So we'll uh, we'll have to uh, get that worked out. But we're glad that we had everybody on that was able to join us tonight. Uh, glad that you guys joined us tonight here on on our YouTube channel, live every Thursday night, as as we so often do uh, podcast uh, Thursdays. 9.30 Central, 7.30 Pacific, 10.30 on the East Coast. And, of course, you can listen to this and all of our previous editions of the podcast downloadable on iTunes uh, from the Podcast Center as well as on Google Play. My name is John Jagu. Uh, this is the Cantina Mekis podcast. Glad to have you with us tonight. And uh, we will talk to you guys again next week. Thank you very much for joining us. You guys enjoy the rest of your day.